Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, say can you see by the time I was... Merging that with like a Christmas carol? You did. Yeah. It was not the tune of that <laughs> national anthem. Oh. Oh, say. That's what it is. Okay. Because you, you just said uh, uh, that. I'm like, wait, am I an wait, idiot? Do I not remember what the national anthem is? <laughs> oh, well. We got there. Hey, it's 2018 starting out a little patriotic. And yep, people, why not? Why not? And if, guys, if you don't live in America, you actually just sing the national anthem if you ever have to, just like DJ. <laughs> it, it, it sounds exactly It'll be fine. like we'll, it. We'll love you anyway. And speaking of love all them, real Americans will love you anyway. Yes, all Americans. I did a little finger love. gun thing that. Wait, do it closer to the mic. Oh, that was really good. There you go. Let me try one. Re- oh. <laughs> I want. I really wanted to try if I can crack my knuckle, so yeah. it sounded a lot scarier. Or make an actual gun sound. Mm-hmm. The- <laughs> no, put it down, <laughs> guys. We've been vamp. We've been uh, before we started recording this episode. We yeah. were just goofing around for a long time, so we got the giggles. So we're gonna go ahead and kick off this episode with a couple giggles. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. This is the show where we talk about movies, yes, TV shows, That's the one, comics, uh huh, phantoms. We've done that a few times, a and few. it's always enjoyable. It's always uh, weirdly we we get, we kind of get like a tap into this like childhood wonder because mm-hmm. we've also talked about cryptids. Yep, that's a fun episode. You should look that up if you don't uh, know what a cryptid. Is. You should listen to ufos, mm-hmm. ufos, <laughs> ufos, <laughs> ufo. Uh, but yes, we talk about all that fun stuff, and it's hosted by your two favorite boys in the world: the tall one, Mister DJ Walder. That's me, and the coming up mm-hmm. behind. Yeah, no, so pretty tall, actually. That's kind of average. Yeah. Sam Badger, hello. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Sam. <laughs> I couldn't pick a voice there. <laughs> DJ. Yes. How you doing? What are we talking about today? We are talking about, uh, every once in a while, we like to do one of these what if episodes. A lot of times they end up on our Patreon, but this is going to be uh, for everybody. Um, so, you know, like a, a lot of, there, there was a, a, a bit of a mixed response to the latest Star Wars film. Um, but let's be honest, it still made all the money in the world, so nobody really cares. Uh, Fun fact, though, just a little Star Wars uh, money thing. Yeah. 95% of all theaters in China have already dropped The Last Jedi. Of course. Yeah. China doesn't give a shit. No. If, when they watched um, uh, Force Awakens, everyone was like, I don't really get... Yeah. It's so it's so much nostalgia. They didn't understand what was happening in the and movie. And despite what anybody says, so is the Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> it made it made dice that you only see in one frame or one scene of the original Star Wars movie mm-hmm. a plot point in this movie. Ay. Anyway, but then not really? even a point. I didn't know that the, the dice. The dice is only in one shot mm-hmm. in in uh, A New Hope. Oh. And they made such a big deal out of it while they were saying, like, kill the path. I don't know. You're making a pretty big deal about those super obscure dice. Oh, I totally forgot about the dice you were talking about. Yeah. I thought you meant that the dice in the original series was a hint to the casino planet. I'm no, like, oh. no, those stupid gold dice that he pulls yeah. off from the, whatever. Yeah. Point is, yeah. uh, we like to do these what if episodes where we wonder what could have been theorize how things could have played out it's just a fun it's just, it's fun we have fun with it um as always i whenever we do these what if things i'd like to say this is not us being like oh this is how you make it better because again star wars made all the money in the fucking world so it doesn't need to be made better mm-hmm. we're just goofing around we're just, just playing goofing, around shooting the shit yeah and also we're in the we're in the benefit that we don't have to worry about any studio notes we don't have to worry about any of that mm-hmm. there's only action there, figures to sell we don't have to like at most we're just going to share some ideas and we might build off each other there's not like a whole, there's not like a whole team of people waiting for this it's just us having fun yeah having a little uh, doing what, having a little fun doing what fans all around the world love to do all the time pick it apart Pick it apart. Pick it apart. It apart. It apart. Uh, but really quick, some business up top. You can find all of our social media information at onlystupidanswers.com. You can also listen to the podcast there as well. But what are a few of those places, DJ? We have Twitter. Can, the, we Yeah, we got Twitter, uh, Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. But we also have a Reddit. Uh-huh. Reddit.com slash r slash Only Stupid Answers. Yeah, and you uh, 
or heard me mention at the to- uh, earlier on that uh, we have a Patreon where we do our Super TV Showdown, where we talk about all the CW superhero shows, all the Marvel, super- all the superhero shows, and there's Every so many. One. But but we 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 at least touch on all of them, and we do that with our co-host Roxy Stryer, who's she fantastic. Yeah. So so if you want, if you like this podcast and you want more of it, and you love those superhero shows, and you want to, you want some nerdy friends uh, to chat about it with, you can check that out on patreon.com slash only stupid answers it's very cool you can also listen to us on a bunch of platforms itunes spotify uh google play music iHeartRadio, radio uh, all that stuff all of it but guys if you wouldn't mind pop over itunes for a second Just pause this for a second pop over itunes write a little review you know why we love it. It we gets love, me through the day. We love those little five-star reviews. We love to read them on, on the episode when we can. But Sam, before we dive in... We're going to, through a lot today, so I don't think we have time to read those. But we do have some what we're into this week. We like to have this little uh, uh, opening. Yes. To, it's a segment. It's really the only segment we have oh. besides the intro. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we want to say... We, uh, we want to do quickie what we're into this week and then hop right into... Because we're going to be talking about Star Wars the prequels. What, what if? Yeah. And as well as the new trilogy... What if? Yep. But before we jump into, into uh, what we're into and what if, let's oh. take a quick second to talk about our pals at Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. Guys, I think we've mentioned a few times one of our best friends to the show, uh, Dollar Shave Club. I think we've mentioned them before, right, DJ? Oh, just once or twice. Well, is it uh, is it okay if I make a little statement really quick? I say go for it, man. I'm here to say, to tell all of you, that I'm never giving up my membership to Dollar Shave Club. Are you sure? I'm never. I mean, would you? I mean, they have everything. Dollar Shave Club's got the most amazing razors, especially when you use it with a, do- uh, with a Dr. Carver shave butter. I used it on my way over here today. Not in the car, but, you know, I stopped at a bathroom. <laughs> bathroom and sometimes did it. I get embarrassed and I don't have time to do it at home. You're making a pretty good argument, man. All that it's stuff is pretty, pretty rad. Cool. Actually, you know what? I'm going to add more to this little promise of mine, okay? Okay. You can't stop me. Here it comes. I'm adding even more Dollar Shave Club products to my daily routine. Cross my heart. Swear to God, uh-huh. my eye. Whatever, yeah. However that saying goes, that's what I'm promising. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. They have me looking and feeling just amazing. DJ? Yes. You use them too, right? Every once in a while, yeah, you dabble do with them, and they're, uh, they they've never let you down. Listen, man, you can't you can't beat them one wipe Charlie's butt wipes. All right, no, they're amazing, and it's all their original own stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients and deliver it to you, just like they do with their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down aisles, looking at shelves upon shelves of what the hell is that, and what do I do with this? I know that feeling. It's so frustrating. It's, it's, no it's more. The worst. Only stupid answers here. Team up with Dollar Shave Club to say no more. Now is a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get your first month of their best razor along with travel size versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, even those butt wipes I mentioned butt wipes. for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. Now back to the episode. Before we get into Star Wars, let me talk about what we're into this week. But before I do, DJ, you do it. (laughs) Fair enough. So um, there's a comic out called Batman, Creature of the Night. Batman makes comics? What? What the fuck are you talking about? What? What is it? Uh, it's it's written by Kurt Busiek. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I said that word. Kurt Busiek. Yeah, that's that's his name. <laughs> Don't look at me. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I've and, never and heard of his name. It's art by uh, John Paul Leon. And what a great it's a fantastic name. It's a fantastic name. And I picked this up because Kurt Busiek um, wrote a comic called uh, Superman. Secret identity, mm-hmm. and uh, what I understood, and you, it's, we talked about a little bit about before. It seems like your understanding was the same as mine. Is that it's it's what if Superman existed in our, our world, but literally our world where Superman comics existed. Oh, yeah. So so this kid, uh, Superman secret identity. This kid who happens to be named Clark Clark Kent read superman comics and then starts becoming superman basically weird yeah and so i knew that it, it was that was the premise of secret identity and it's really good i've heard it's fantastic i've heard oh, it, people it. say it's one of the greatest superman uh, graphic novels of all time and i've wanted to check it out and i and i haven't yet uh, if i'm being honest because i was a little turned off by the premise like the premise seems weird to me mm-hmm. uh stuart Monin does the art for that one 
um, not John Polian. He does the Batman one. So, but he, they were coming up with like a spiritual sequel, but this time with Batman, similar premise. A kid, uh, his name is Bruce Wainwright. Um, it's in the set in the sixties in Boston. Reads Batman comics. His parents are murdered, and then, so it's a similar spiritual mm. successor. So I was like, okay, I've heard great things that about could Secret be Identity. Even more impressive because there's it's grounded. Like, well. It's not interesting. It, so, so I picked up the first issue, um, and, and I kind of held off again because the premise seems a little weird to me. And it is, it is an, an amazing comic, and it is really impressive. The art is is it threads that fine line of being feeling grounded, but also having a sense of style to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, like I said, set in the sixties in Boston, and and they really unpack the emotions of a child what a child would go through with his parents being murdered like the the it being set in in a, essentially our world makes the whole classic batman setup way more harrowing mm-hmm. on on the back it has a line from it uh from one of the characters before all the drama hits where he's like who wouldn't want to be batman and then you realize as you're unpacking the trauma mm-hmm. it's like oh nobody should want to be batman if yeah. that if that's the prerequisite uh-huh. <laughs> fuck that shit yeah. uh and so it's really fascinating but what i didn't understand and and now that i've started reading this i kind of understand of secret identity it's it's less like oh what if you just kind of became batman it's more like this character's passion for batman in their world starts manifesting it in their world. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so there's a little bit of like a magic realism element to it. Mm-hmm. And it and it doesn't progress the way I thought it would for Creature of the Night. It progresses in a in a in a pretty different way mm-hmm. that that it's it's commenting on um the f- fandom of Batman of 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 Batman's impact on the on the world we live in mm-hmm. in a, in kind of a fantastical way. Um, and what it would mean, and what that character means to people, and so it's it's. I was impressed with kind of how profound it was, and it definitely like I want to I want to go and get Superman Secret Identity immediately because obviously I'm a huge Superman fan. So if there's that same magic for that, like I'm I'm all in, mm-hmm. I'm all in. So I was really impressed. Te- cool. I, I think it's on issue two right now. Issue three, hopefully, it's, it's probably like coming six. out soon. It's four, four. I think. Ooh, Superman Superman Secret Identity was four issues, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is going to be four as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the prestige format, it's a little bit pricier per book because there's more pages and it's a nicer format. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely, if you're a Batman fan especially I, I definitely check it out there's even though it's it's a different character this kid there's elements as they unpack how he processes his trauma that it's like if i were making a batman movie i would totally rip off a ton of this shit a ton mm-hmm. of the psychological uh, uh, psychology of it and everything it's it's really fascinating very cool well coming from sam's corner of the podcast i wanted to recommend a comic because it's gwenpool there you go i kind of took away the yep the showmanship you were, you were building up a little bit but yeah then and just, then i did yeah. uh, kneecapped it um but no because they're ending the gwenpool comic which really bums me out because at first she was she definitely was a gimmick but then someone was like okay well what if we had like fun with it like what if we had like as much fun as possible making this comic and yeah. she became not just fourth wall breaking she is a person from the real world that got sucked into the comic for some reason yeah. she do, you still don't know why she did um and she uses her knowledge of like being a huge marvel fan uh from comics tv shows animated series everything uh even the movies the mcu movies um using it as a way to try to become like she wants to be a mercenary at first because she doesn't look at these people as like people because like they're like you know you guys are written like you're not real but also there's like um there's a lot of really fun stories where she figures out that because she's from somewhere that can look at comics as comics and not as a world yeah. she can do that too within the comic so she can even like walk into the future in the past over comic pages it's really it cool. gets really really cool she can drop people off into the borders of a comic yeah and she thinks that she's killed them but it's like no it doesn't because writers can just write them back it's like yeah. she has no she thought she had this all this control but it's really not it's um yeah. she's realizing that she um she doesn't have that much control and that's what this this series is about because she found out that she became a villain and she's like well I'm not a villain like I'm a good person and it's like well you're murdering a lot of people so like are you like and yeah. it made her really have to reevaluate and she goes through the right now her arc is she was trying to become an Avenger 
uh, so that she would keep being written and yeah. she could her story would keep going because when she looks at her future it ends and she's like I don't know why it does and I'm not trying to go look at why it does but I need to make it keep going yeah. so now she it's coming basically it's also hinting to that, that they're ending the series this is the second to last issue came out this week it's called Lost in the Plot Part 1 yeah. and it's they grabbed a couple like C-less characters to give her like a little rogues gallery or like a group yeah. of friends and they picked Batrock the Leap that weird nice. friend, that French um, he's a French Captain America villain he's so cheesy but um, they did cool things with him though in Winter Soldier he's oh that's the guy him. fights at the beginning is Batroc. Batroc. Yeah, oh wow man. so in this he's full French stereotype yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's really I, I at first I was like oh this is kind of fun and at the end I was like I choked up a little bit because Gwen can knows that this story's coming to an end for some reason. Yeah. And she hugs him and she's like, I'm sorry, you're not going to be like this anymore. And she's like, because someone else is going to write you. Yeah. And you're going to go back into the background and I don't know what's going to happen to you, but you won't be you anymore. Yeah. And like, uh, and she said that breaks my heart. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, uh, but it's like, they basically became, he became her mentor. Interesting. And, yeah, That's cool. And they, they pull off a caper, like stealing from this floating casino over in New York. And um, by the end of it, she's like, oh, good. I get to be a villain again. Hopefully they'll keep me going. And he's like, well, we kind of stole from uh, criminals. Like, yeah. and we shut down their operation. And he's like, oh, we did a good thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're a good person. I didn't want you to have to do a bad thing. And it was like, Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, like, and that's he's like, cool. and she's like, even when I try to be, when I try to be a good guy, I'm a bad guy. When I'm a bad guy, I'm a good guy secretly. Like, yeah. it's it's very sweet, and um, I'm excited to see what they do for the final issue. I hope they bring the character back because she was a part of. Uh, she was she came in the she was in the champions for a little bit. She's been in a lot of their holiday specials, and she's um. She was in Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe too. She cool. was used as like a weapon, basically, to try to sneak around and get out of places. Deadpool ends up killing her, anyways. Yeah. But it's um, uh, she is able to read back into the own co- into the comic series and yeah. get the catch like the not catchphrase but the secret phrase that stops Deadpool from killing people. Interesting. So she does do something really important, but again, that's like a Deus Ex thing. Like you can't have that in every story. Like yeah. I don't know how many stories you can tell. So maybe the the end of their story for this. Yeah. But uh, it'd be a bummer. She they this was a very good creative team. So if you guys want a very cool story about a strong female character, she her comedy is amazing. Like one of my favorite jokes is she saw a cop more than twice and she's like, You're probably gonna become a recurring character. Yeah. <laughs> like and then later she does She's yeah. like, well, and then at the end of this uh, comic, she's like, "What's going to happen to all the original characters, Officer? What's her name? <laughs> you yeah. know." And the picture comes up. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, that one." Yeah. Oh, sorry. Last thing that was the best. Uh, they're trying to break into a vault, but everyone can hear them, and they're like, "Oh, you can." And like, Batroc doesn't really believe what she's saying, but yeah. he's like, "So wait, you can see this, right?" And he snaps. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You can see that, right?" And he's like, "And the meaning, the sound effect." Yeah. He's like, "Okay." So he breaks down the door. There's no sounds, and you look over, and she's holding like all like the the letters in yeah. the comic for like bam power whatever like that's she's, she's keeping it from going off which yeah. is really really fun anyways that's what i'm saying i'm into this week how uh, many how many issues are there this is issue 24 so it's ending on 25 cool yeah so there will probably be a couple collections if you want to catch up um there probably it probably is pretty painless to like find your way into this oh no you, there's literally you nothing to catch up on like no. if you you'll they're all original characters it's pretty fun it's the, the comic has a lot, a lot of fun. Anyways, I wanted to bring, read from the Reddit because you guys yes, put do. together some uh, what you're into this week threads. And I have C. Smithy 20. I got into two shows uh, for you guys. Well, I've got two shows for you guys. Netflix's new show, Dark, is a really compelling mystery. It's a German production company, so it's really cool to see something a little different. And this has been marketed as uh, Stranger Things, but... Uh, more adult. I watched the first episode and it, it didn't quite hook me. Well, it but was I heard also it, dubbed, right? Didn't I, you I, yeah, and I turned it back to just subtitles. Oh, okay, you can just turn it back, um, which definitely helps because I I never understood why people don't like subtitles. Um, Man, I, it really I always, helps. I always recommend watching something in its original language because that's you can hear. It's weird that. Uh, like I like watching Park Chan Wook movies, uh, and he's he's a Korean director, and I'll remember lines from the movies as if they were spoken in English, mm-hmm. but with the way the actor performed them. But yeah. I'm reading it in subtitles. You know what I mean? It they, makes it so much better. The performance matters. Oh yeah, and they also said the OA is one of my top three TV shows ever. An incredible mystery, incredibly acted. The ending may leave some upset, but we should have a new season by the end of the year, so I'll give it a pass. 
Did you? You're not a big fan? I've heard mixed about the OA, but I'm glad that C. Smithy 20 is a big fan of it. I will give Dark another shot because I did watch the first episode, and I and it does have one of my favorite intro um, things for a show, the title sequence. Yeah. I really like that. And uh, Darnus Darby, no, 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 nice. you got that name from. Uh, well, I've been watching the end of the fucking world, and on the 11th, my history class went on a field trip to see the Hamilton musical in San Diego and absolutely Lucky. loved it. I thought that was a continuation of end of the fucking world. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird plot point yeah, of that show they go to um, see hamilton yeah that guy that the show guys is on netflix now i think it was a bbc show that netflix acquired so now yeah. it's a netflix original that title means very little now um, it does. but i want to check it out because it's based on a graphic novel i think the the loose premises uh this kid growing up this guy he is a sociopath yep. like, like straight blown, up like not quirky like no straight up he's no, a good, like bad person scary one not yeah. when people are like oh, you're such a sociopath that's such a weird pet name uh, yeah. but like when it's a danger to others yeah and he wants to kill somebody like he wants to know what that's like so he starts dating a girl to get close to her and they end up running away together and like from there it's like this story of like them it's uh, these kids on the run but also maybe he has feelings for her maybe he doesn't like i don't know like it's yeah. um and i don't know much else but i do know it's a very short series yeah i've heard basically it's i was reading an article that was confused why they didn't just release it as a movie because mm-hmm. it's about movie length yeah and it makes it kind of harder to watch with intros and credits and everything mm-hmm. so i've heard i've heard good things about it very excited i'm gonna check that out but guys thank you so much for hitting us up on reddit make sure you go check out all those threads um because people make a bunch of them all throughout the week we love to hear your opinions but let's get into the main meat of the episode uh before we start ta- what i think about star wars we've got one more friend to check in with zip recruiter oh A fresh new year has begun, and if you're setting new goals for your business, it's extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. We know that. We've got a young, upstart, thriving business, and ZipRecruiter has transformed how you go about finding that team. They're so helpful. ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. May I click? Please go. Please click now. See if you can hear. Oh, clicked it. Then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That's just so one quick. Day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And you can find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post on ZipRecruiter for free. That's all right. Free. free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Sam, can you do me a favor and do that just one more time? Just one more time? Go for it. I'd love to. Thank you so much, DJ. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Thank you so much. Back to the episode. Man, we got so many friends popping by the show, coming to say hello. Make sure you guys go give them some uh, some love. We uh, they help keep the show going with their love. Okay, so like we just said before, we're doing we're doing what ifs, uh, and we wanted to do both the prequels and uh, the sequels. Yes. Do you want to start with the the prequels? Let's go linearly. We'll start in the middle, then the beginning, then the end. Yeah. Easy peasy. No, let's start with prequels, and then because I got more thoughts for the. Noon trilogy mm-hmm. because I feel like the prequels are untouchable, but I guess you have <laughs> pretty much you, unimpeachable. You have so many notes about it. Also, I did want to have you ever checked out Red Letter Media's like full breakdown of um, the Phantom Menace? I have a feeling uh, Owen Carter. It's uh, very popular. Was, yeah, yeah. The, shared that a few times. Yeah, it's, it's they rip it to shreds. If I remember correctly. Oh yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, they do. Yeah. It's very. I've I have never finished it, but I've always like started. It. It's so funny. And so if you guys uh, like, you're gonna check out ours. But if later, if you want to check out another one, like people have so much fun ripping apart the prequels. So let's get into it. I want to okay. tear into it. DJ, so, you have. Uh, legal pad. <laughs> yeah, this is not. This is my normal. This is my normal. No, your notepad. normal one is that little tiny. It is one. the little tiny one. <laughs> yeah. That's the normal one for the show. This is my normal one for everyday life. For people listening, uh, the normal one's about the size uh, of my cool palm. It, cool it. And the other one's the size of what a lawyer would bring you to a need deposition. To, you need to. <laughs> you need to cool it. All right. So, um, uh, 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 um, if you, you may recall, New Hope was partially, at least partially, inspired by an Akira Kurosawa film. Uh, called Hidden Fortress, I believe it was Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so I thought it'd be cool. I always kind of wondered. Uh, I was riffing with a friend, and I kind of wondered why you wouldn't start the Phantom Menace in a similar ripoff of even more popular Akira Kurosawa film. 
And so for me, I kind of used Seven Samurai mm-hmm. as like a foundation. Do you, do you remember much about Phantom Menace? Because I had to go look up like w- what happened. I remember the ball fight at the end. Okay, so to get, I remember like, the beats. Uh, I think I got the beats in my head. It's okay. like they. They're like it starts out with the droids attacking the ship. They land on Tatooine. They go to Anakin for some reason. Yeah, uh, this is just my memory of it. Yeah. Wait, when the hell they get Jar Jar? I have no idea. Actually, I don't. Sh- there's a war by the end of the movie. Yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. So in my version, we start off. Uh, we start off on Coruscant. That's the big city planet. That's where the Republic is. We I think we spent some time there in Episode Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lab uh, that is a th- that is attacked and destroyed. Uh, and um, it, it is run by Naboo, so it is run by Queen Amidala. Like it's her, it's her lab. So she hires, knowing that these labs are being attacked, she hires two Ronin esque swords for hire that are Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan, and they are they, the Jedi. Isn't like at this point because there's only thirty years between the prequels and the new movie, so it's weird that like the Jedi are a super thing, and then then they're like a story people tell in 30 years it would be cool i mean you probably need to get to this but it would be kind of cool if like they kind of phased out of government a little bit so that people felt represented instead of jedi running everything well, that's, the, a, see, that's the thing is, yeah. is at this point the jedi they, they're like the knights in, in this version they're like the knights watch on game of thrones oh cool. they're around but like nobody really sees a purpose for them anymore uh-huh. and so there's not really they're not really a linked unit so basically these guys are qui-gon and obi-wan are basically mercenaries mm. their swords were higher so she she hires them to protect these remaining super soldiers after uh, the lab explosion. And I was thinking one of them would probably be an old grizzled guy. One of them would be a, a lady. And one of them is Jango Fett. Mm. We're, already, we're already getting there. So so she hires the Jedi to help protect these soldiers. Uh, so the Trade Fed, we're still doing all the Trade Federation shit. I'm sorry, guys. We're, we're doing it. I don't think it's a bad idea. It just maybe less uh, council meetings. Yeah. Uh, less trade talk. Yeah. Maybe. So the Trade Federation is, is trying to take over. They're blockading worlds left and right. And they're able, they're not, uh, they're difficult to stop because they have an endless droid army. They can just keep making soldiers. And the Senate, because it's a loose knit group of planets doesn't have a standing army they each have their own individual armies Mm -hmm. but it's not enough to stand against a assembly line of soldiers um so uh amidala uh, appeals to the senate to go through with her quote-unquote plan it's the it's the clone army if you couldn't we've already seen these movies uh uh and palpatine has her back and instead it's like ah sure whatever well we we approve it so amidala's ship on the way back to Naboo is attacked. Classic. This is a classic Star Wars thing. They stop on Tatooine to recovery fuel. That happens in the original movie. Is I believe that's why they stop on Tatooine. It's when they're escaping Naboo and their ship is attacked. And then they have to... Whatever. Anyway. Uh, so they meet hotshot scrapper Anakin. Now, Anakin was too young a child in The Phantom Menace. I now, think. there's his pod racing, yes. So so I looked at actors that would have been roughly the same age as Hayden Christensen to see who might have been a better choice. Also, because age-wise, it gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. So I'm going to start with some of the actors now that were that age then that might do a good job, right? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. Basically the same age as Hayden Christensen. And I'm saying, because you know it was two different actors in Phantom Menace, and then we got the Hayden Christensen. What? That forget, wasn't the same person? Forget that. Let's mm. just have the same same person have me a little bit over. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tom Hiddleston. Was he doing acting at that point? I don't know. I'm just saying he's he's the roughly the same age as Hayden Christensen. Shabash, Sebastian Stan. He definitely wasn't acting, but I get what you're saying. But, yeah. but, and he also looks a lot like Mark. You've seen that side by side. He looks almost exactly like young Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. So perfect for this. He's supposed to be. Uh, uh, he's supposed to be Luke's dad. Mm-hmm. So it was somebody that was. You keep bringing up that they, maybe these actors they weren't a name. They weren't you doing know, stuff. You know who was acting though? Who was Elliot Morgan? He had done a Nickelodeon ad, but he's not the right age. Is he not? I don't know. He, I don't know how old he is. I don't, <laughs> I don't have an idea. Let us know in the comments down below what Elliot Morgan's. How old is Elliot Morgan? Uh, I would just but no, say he one. could be a good. He'd be a uh, yeah. Anakin. <laughs> what about Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Actually, JTT. Yeah. I even have it written down as JTT. <laughs> JTT would be. Oh man, that'd be so fucking smart. What the fuck did that other kid do? That like now? Oh, I know he's arrested now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so, I'm look so, up so those are those are some those are some alternate uh, Anakin options. I'll let you guys decide. Actually, those that are watching live, let us know who you choose out of that list. I'm very yes. curious to see what you guys think. Uh, we got people watching live from our Patreon. Um, so anyway, so uh, Anakin and Padme because she, she's in disguise. Remember, Amandala was in disguise, and I think 
uh, uh, Kira Knightley played the like fake Queen Amidala. I thought that was only in the second movie. Was that in the first? Oh, one who as the well? hell knows? I don't I, know, I, man. I, I don't know, gonna, man. Yeah. But the point is, now that he's older, we can actually have them. We can start building the rom- the romance stuff in a non creepy way right off the bat, which is important for for my pitch for the other movies. Uh, uh, and. Uh, Qui-Gon senses great power in Anakin classic fuck the midichlorians we'll just go back to classic I feel like you're powerful um Anakin admires Qui-Gon's nobility because he has a romantic notion of the Jedi he has like the classic like the Jedi with these great noble things even though we've kind of seen that they're they're a little scummy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not really that. The, the organization isn't powerful, even though individuals are. And they're kind of just out for themselves. Not out. You get what I'm saying. I get it. Is that tying it back more to the samurai aspect? Yeah, of the, the Ronin aspect of it. And also explains why, like, the Jedi, why they're so, so like, mythical mm-hmm. in the New Hope. Because they're already not that prevalent in, during the Clone Wars, yeah. So by the so it's not as big a as change to have them not around. They're already kind of on their way out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, in this, in I, I, I would you know Anakin admiration for Qui Gon kind of reawakens what the Jedi are supposed to be, the nobility of the Jedi. Um, Anakin doesn't like Obi Wan because he's kind of we're gonna uh, give Obi Wan some of Han Solo's scoundrel mm-hmm. nature. He's kind of like the 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 more of a scoundrel. And Anakin spends time with each of the soldiers and kind of learns different things from. I feel like this is where you start seeding into the dark side stuff because obviously something like Django is going to have some shady advice for him. Mm. So, and then these super soldiers that you're saying, the older guy, the woman, and Django are with them still. Yeah, they're with them still because they're trying to protect them. What, what you what you'd find out is that these are the basis. These are what's left of the bases of the clone army, mm. and they need to get the precursors back to Naboo to so they can activate their clone army gotcha uh spoiler Django's the only one that makes it mm. um da da you get the pod races and people like that that was a good thing group is a classic leaving situation uh you know where darth maul attacks they have to leave anakin goes with them because fuck tattooing uh da-da-da-da-da. anakin and padme are getting closer because anakin has a more low-class upbringing he's able to convince her to join forces with the kind of like lower class Gungans. The Gungans are there. Fuck. Jar Jar is not there. C-3PO is probably with Padme. He he was the comic relief in the original trilogy. He gets to be the comic relief here. Yeah. We're just going to roll with is it. Is he still being built by Anakin? Nope. Yeah, good call. He might, Anakin might modify him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Tinker. Yeah, Tinker but like I would, I would have him already there. And uh, also, sorry, this is worth bringing up. Trust me. Jake Lloyd, who was Anakin in the first yes. movie. Starred in Jingle All the Way with Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger three years prior. It's a very good Christmas movie. Continue. <laughs> just, just just so you all know. Uh, so this is where we find out about the clone army. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, when they're escaping, I imagine the old guy dies. Like Maul probably kills the old soldier. Mm. Uh, so we're just left with the lady in Jango Fett. And are the, the, these, just making sure, the, the super soldiers, how are they fighting? Guns. There might even depending on how you feel about these things maybe there's a there's a slight romance between obi-wan and the girl mm. even though that's forbidden in the and the jedi stuff uh da-da-da. everyone loves that forbidden love man everybody loves the forbidden love uh um yep uh so we get the big naboo battle obi-wan and qui-gon are battling maul because maul's the fucking shit um anakin does his cool flying stuff to to stop the the blockade around naboo uh the girl war- warrior dies qui-gon dies classic um so because qui-gon's reawakened nobility he wants he wants obi-wan to train anakin even though obi-wan does not want to do that mm-hmm. and uh anakin wants to stay with padme and be trained as a jedi but obi-wan's really pissy because because qui-gon died and maybe because he had a thing with the girl and he's like no the rules are if we're going to play it by the rules the rules are you're not allowed to have a love so he makes anakin choose Ooh. you have to be a jedi or you i'm either going to train you as a jedi which i don't want to fucking do mm-hmm. or you can be with padme though that's your call and anakin chooses to be with pad to train as a jedi and this is like end of the movie yes cool. uh and obi-wan recognizing the threat of the Sith decides he's going to try and reunite what's left of the Jedi. Hmm. That's my alternate Phantom Menace. That's ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. Yes. Now, how do we get Jar Jar back in here? Let's think, <laughs> yeah, let's that's, work that's backwards. Think of a way to get Jar Jar in there. No. Okay. So what I uh, I enjoy what you're saying so far because yes. it, it has a darker look at it while definitely still having opportunity to be comedic and light because 
Star Wars just needs to be that way. It's like, yeah. it's just what it is. And well, you got like, C3PO yeah. and R2 running around doing their shit. Yeah, doing their thing. Anakin gets to be fun and charming and probably a little lighthearted. You should really like Anakin. Yeah. You know, and, but like, I like sensing the darkness a little bit too. That would be an interesting plot point. Also, giving Obi Wan, like, instead of just kind of being, I don't remember him being that interesting. Not like that he was boring. I just don't remember him being that interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, tough too, because Ewan McGregor is such a good actor. Like, yeah. you want to, you want him to have more of a, I really wanted to like Obi-Wan a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Like I, And that would be really cool to have him be kind of, you kind of dislike him a little bit. But there is like showing that he likes this woman and him trying to live up to his masters like like what he set out for him yeah. to do. Even though both of them seem to not really, you know, adhere, adhere to too many of the Jedi rules. I like yeah. the idea that like he's trying to like shape up and grow up as well. Yeah. For me, like if we were to like, and that's that's your pitch for uh, Phantom. Phantom Phantom Menace. Uh, actually, I want to I want you to go through your pre your trilogy your prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I have a They're I'd, a little less involved with the other two. The other two, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's fine. Because I I have a I would like to have done something else with the prequels. Okay, all, all to, like toss take this, keep Jar Jar, throw everything else away, yeah. and Jar Jar he's, he's, star. he's no. the main character. Yeah, he's Darth Vader. A- Spoiler alert. That someone, I love that. Uh, you ever read the fan theory that Jar Jar is a Sith? Yes. It's pretty great. Yeah. If you guys want to read that, that he had a hand in every bad thing that's ever happened. Yep. Ever. I don't, did he ever die? Oh, wait. There's um in one of the it's comics one of the, or oh, it's books. It's the comics or the book. I think the yeah, books they he's mentioned. He's like a homeless person on like a random planet. Yeah. That's so mean. That is <laughs> so mean. mean. Uh, so Attack the Clones. It's three years after Phantom. We open with Jango Fett in a battle with a mysterious Jedi that we don't know who he is with a purple lightsaber <gasps> that kills Jango. Boom. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think we probably do the whole thing in The Phantom Menace where he gets to keep one of his clones. It's Boba Fett, proto Boba Fett, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, who, who, is, who is he? The which Who is keeping Boba Fett? Jango. Before, Sorry, probably at the end of Phantom Menace, that probably all happened. But we start with a cool fight with Jango Fett versus this mysterious Jedi. The mysterious Jedi kills Jango Fett. The loose-knit uh, group of Jedi uh, are trying to aid the Republic in keeping order because they figure that's the Jedi purpose is we're supposed to keep balance. So we're going to help. We're going to help the Republic in that, even though we're not an official like army force. Um, the The main plot will revolve around trying them trying to find this rogue Jedi who's actually fighting against the Republic mm-hmm. for some reason, and they f- discover. That it's Mace Windu, and and the reveal is he's he's powerful enough to fight all of them at once, mm-hmm. and the reveal is that he knows what Palpatine's doing. He know, or at least knows that this is the beginning of the Empire, mm-hmm. and is trying to prevent the creation of the Empire. Ah, that's his whole goal. Because sometimes don't they get like future visions and prophecies and shit? Like I don't know if it's that. But don't, I don't Jedi they, get that? They, they do get that. I think it would be more that he's just able to read the writing on the wall. Mm. Uh, he's able to see what's happening. Uh, meanwhile, Anakin and Padme get... We, we have to establish more of their relationship in the first one because here they get secretly married. Anakin's like, yeah, I'll train as a Jedi while I keep doing my own thing. Uh, I was thinking about getting rid of the wedding, but you're never going to have like a kid's movie where adults are having children out of wedlock like that's a star wars movie is never gonna have somebody having kids out of wedlock mm-hmm. it's just not gonna happen yeah uh so they get a secret uh uh wedding performed by palpatine because he's a mm. he's an official he can do that shit and palpatine has his ear and he's, he's you know we start uh uh he's feeding Whispering. into the dark side yeah and we probably still do his mother's death and the classic Anakin's mother's death and the what classic like there? I hate sand she was killed by sand people and he killed a bunch of sand people and shit yeah we just make it you know we already have has anybody suggested actors for Anakin anybody like I'll read through I'll read through um, I would keep the big Geonosis fight that's the on that like red world there's the there's the battle in the arena and then the big fight with the the droids and the clones um, because we're, we're in the heat it kind of bothered me in the show in the movies that we just skipped over the Clone Wars, like they happened, they started at the beginning of Episode Two and they ended at the beginning of Episode Three. So like these movies kind of happen within within the Clone Wars. Uh, as a, in a last minute save the day, Mace joins the Jedi and helps take down a whole droid battalion, like total bad. Like Mace Windu's a badass. It's still Sam Jackson. He's a badass motherfucker. He's taking them all down, but he willingly goes into custody after the battle. Palpatine convinces Anakin to secretly kill Mace mm-hmm. while he's in custody. They probably have a cool like exchange, Mace and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and I would like it would be cool if the Attack of Clones had kind of like a reversal of Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, the Empire does a major blow to the rebellion, and it's like, ooh, how's the rebellion going to come back? This is a reversal. Trade Federation's basically on its last leg. They're, it looks like the good guys won, but we know Palpatine's pulling the strings. So it's actually so. Whereas Empire was like, ooh, it looks like the bad guys won, but the good guys are going to come back. This one it looks like the good guys won, but it's actually we can it's it's the bad guys master plan that they win well, interesting so that's clone wars we do we get rid of count dooku entirely uh which one was that one? Oh, that guy yeah, yeah that's fine he's i'm not a big fan of him yeah i did like grievous as a kid I, well i don't have grievous but we we kind of homage him we'll get there in revenge oh, cool. of the set we have uh ben foster was acting around that time and he's ben foster's great he was in hell or high water he's also in hostiles which was an okay movie but he's good in it uh emil hirsch could have worked as well he's not a bad actor i think he's he could do a pretty good job um no emil hirsch is a bad person also really Emil Hirsch is the was that the kid in the oh he decked a reporter yeah a female reporter I was yeah. commit, name wise I always mix him and Anton Yelchin Anton Yelchin's great Emil Hirsch bad person yeah they do have a lot of they similar yeah yeah uh, attributes oh also someone did the math Elliot is thirty he's six years younger than Christensen yeah too young man. Then we're getting fucking young Anakin again. We can't we'll age we can't him up with that. makeup. <laughs> there you go. Great. So Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Anna, Anakin is now Palpatine's personal soldier, almost like a personal assassin. Basically, mm-hmm. he's going to in secret covert missions for uh, for Palpatine and Obi Wan has concerns. But again, Obi Wan Obi Wan's more like it's like when you have a single parent household, and so that parent almost operates more of a sibling as opposed to a parent. Mm-hmm. That's Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship, as opposed to like Obi Wan being brother having yeah, to be the dad exactly. Yeah. And so it's not Obi Wan's trying. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It doesn't suit him right now. Mm-hmm. He he learns by the time Luke shows up. <laughs> uh, Palpatine's consolidating power. Uh, basically, we're witnessing the dawn of the Empire here. The 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 Clone Wars is, is are still technically going on, but what we're seeing more is the beginning of the Empire. Uh, Pal- in what way? You just see Palpatine consolidating power. You kind of see the ships taking the form of what we understand that, the Empire it, that's will always be. Fun. Yeah. We, you probably get hints of the Empire theme, even though it looks like, hey, the good guys are are becoming stronger. It's actually becoming totalitarian, which you could get some cool metaphors here, seeing how that stuff shifts, as opposed to a, like a big Order sixty six moment. It's like slowly. Would Obi Wan be the one who's like kind of like witnessing all this, like or at least coming kind putting of, the pieces together? But Here's where he gets thrown off because Palpatine uh, has a mission for him. Mm. Darth Maul isn't dead. Darth Maul has become a cybernetic entity. We of kind of we, we replace Grievous with Cyber Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and so he's like, oh, "Darth Maul was back," and like Obi Wan's like, "Motherfucker, mm-hmm. I don't want. I, I, if there's anybody in this galaxy I want dead, it's Maul because he killed Qui Gon." So blinded in his own rage, he's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go kill Maul," and so he goes off. You know, in, in Revenge of the Sith, he goes off to fight Grievous. Now he's going off to fight Maul again. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. He's but the it's one that goes personal. after. Yeah, yeah, but now it's personal. This time. Yeah, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Um, da, da, da. Uh, meanwhile, while Obi-Wan's away, the other Jedi learn that Anakin killed Mace. Maybe because Palpatine let them know. Mm-hmm. And so they go to try to kill Anakin. But at this point, Anakin's a badass motherfucker. Almost, I, I, It'd be interesting if when he confronts Mace, they establish that Anakin is almost at, almost or as powerful as Mace is, mm-hmm. so he kills the remaining Jedi. No younglings, no kids. Just a just a that hard scrabble group of remaining Jedi he kills them. They're all adults. It's still bad, but not quite, not quite as bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because there's no, I'm sorry, there's no Force Ghost for child murderers. Okay, yeah. Um, Obi Wan goes to fight Maul, but he what he's confronted with is a very disillusioned Maul, who explains to him that he worked for Palpatine and Palpatine left him for dead and doesn't give a shit so maul basically spills the beans mm-hmm. as probably as he's dying they probably have a cool badass fight mm-hmm. obi-wan kills him as he's dying is like i want oh palpatine fucked me over i want maul running away i want it like obi-wan basically blinded and enraged like i would get some weird speeder racer or something like that and you're going after like cybernetic maul yeah spider legs and all spider, spider legs and all could you go the whole thing why not uh da 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 um anakin kills all the jedi uh, tells Palpatine Palpatine uses that moment to finish manipulating him into Vader like in Revenge he becomes Vader before he gets all the suit but he can't give him the red lightsaber mm-hmm. I want to see like the Vader before the suit mm-hmm. and, uh, and 
um, Obi-Wan's away. The other Jedi are dead. Palpatine used that moment to order 66 the fuck out of just flip the switch. Like, it's we're full on Empire now. We've been slowly building. Now it's time to be like, we're the Empire, motherfuckers. There's not many Jedi, though, right? In this. So yeah. basically, the Jedi are dead. Order 66 would probably be more like wiping out what remains of the Senate. Yeah. So I'm it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm it, or, or whatever. Uh, it might not even be a straight up Order 66, but like the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Anakin and Padme have a falling out uh, over all the Palpatine business. Padme leaves and she starts the rebellion. Instead of just leaving, crying, and dying, she's starting the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So now when we're seeing the birth of the Empire, we're seeing the birth of the rebellion. So maybe she leaves like beginning of Act 1 mm-hmm. and she starts building the rebellion. Da, da, da. Uh, Obi-Wan confronts Anakin on Mustafar, the volcano planet, that whole basic battle. Maybe make it shorter. I remember that battle going on forever. It does take a very long because they're in a factory and then they're not in a factory. Yeah. And they're on like a, bo- like a bridge and then they're flying around on droids over the lava. Yeah, that was cool. That was yeah. cool. But anyway, so. It just takes a long time. But that's time. the end of Act 2. The final act is we see uh, Anakin turn into Vader. Um, Obi-Wan reunites with Padme. Oh, are we getting Obi-Wan doing the I cut off your limbs and leave you to die? Maybe something better. Maybe maybe you give Anakin more of a Disney death where it looks like he's dead, but not really. Mm-hmm. He like falls off a cliff and he's like, "Oh, I guess that's taken care of." You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, uh, he re- reunites with Padme as we, we see like maybe the first big rebellion strike, mm-hmm. and Vader shows up full on Vader suit, and we get we get like a Rogue One where he just tears people up mm-hmm. and uh obi-wan's not able to i think maybe you'd have a moment where vader confronts padme with stormtroopers and vader's talking to her and one of the stormtroopers just kills her yeah she had the babies yeah yeah she's had the babies at this point oh. uh and and straight up kills her and then vader probably kills that stormtrooper mm-hmm. um but padme's gone and obi-wan instead of confronting robot vader flees with the children and so that's and so we've seen now we've now we've got the birth of the empire. Vader's in his robot suit. The uh, Obi Wan fled fled with the children, gave Leia what's her face, uh, and then fled with Luke. Boom! That's the end of our can, can prequel trilogy. Can I make one change? Yeah. I, I also I would like I have a different pitch, but um, I think it would be kind of cool. Just kind of interesting instead of having like. Uh, blanking on names now Anakin killing Padme or anyone else killing Padme I'd like her to give her kids away because she knows like now that she's seen Vader or like seen what happened to her husband yeah. she's like I don't want him anywhere near uh, our children and I don't and then I want her to get away basically in a way to like lead the rebellion or like start the seeds of it at least yeah. so when we get a Rogue One type movie like yeah sure Obi-Wan goes off with the children they never know about her, their own mother uh, their one's raised on tattoo Tatooine and, and the other and, ones and, and um, why am I blanking on the other wow they, yeah they they, Alderaan up. yeah Alderaan, Alderaan. yeah um, I think it'd be interesting if you got a Rogue One movie or in the in A New Hope they get to meet their mom and it's like and I think that'd be really interesting like and of course Natalie Portman aged up Benjamin Button style yeah she's smaller now um, but um, I, I think it would mean a lot more seeing how far Vader is gone like yeah. I mean the, the final movie is like a redemption thing but it's like do you want to show how evil he is and how like being part of the Sith has made him so just like warped and not able to like really grasp reality anymore because the only thing that matters to him now is the Empire and like maintaining order or whatever and since he's been away from her for so long like sure he has love for her but he's like you know what i love the empire more yeah and he's if he's willing to kill his own kids when he figures out that that's that luke is his son yeah uh, and still try to kill him uh, he's like join me whatever yeah but he still tries to kill him um th- I, he'd kill his wife he'd kill like i feel hey, like- well here's the thing i kind of wanted to go away from like n- point of no return because I, I they they laid on so thick in revenge of the sith that again i'm a little pissed off that he's just able to throw his boss over some railing and he gets force gross privileges mm. it's like that's bullshit force so gross. so yeah so get away from him killing the kids don't have him kill his wife i do think padme would need to die the revenge of the sith i i did kind of try to make rogue one superfluous with mm-hmm. this like we don't need it because i don't think we need it mm-hmm. uh so we get no we don't yeah so so i would probably still stick with padme dying 
in this movie just because it's like that way you're not wondering like well where the fuck is she in new hope you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think it'd be kind of fun i mean it'd be a fun introduction if he added all those weird cgi animals later that he could probably add at, in, uh, add, uh, add natalie portman oh hey i'm here it's like when you edit yourself <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. footage oh hey mark uh, okay so that's your pitch it's a yes. very good pitch you guys let us know what you think of that in the comments live or uh, afterwards they also said that uh fans of the uh animated series said uh oshaka um, Osaka, her, Osaka she, who she trains, you. yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I also kind of made the Clone Wars TV series you applied uh, some pointless. Of it. <laughs> uh, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. Uh, but I, I heard that character is much loved. And yes. it, it, the idea, like maybe you kind of have her trained by Vader and then she goes off to be a part of the Rebellion you or something You could probably like have her be a part of Episode 2. Yeah. Of, my, of this version of Episode 2. It would be interesting because yeah. I, I know that character is really loved and I like her look. Yeah. I think it would be fun to have. She's it's, a cool character. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me... yes. I am a big fan of when I started reading up on Knights of the Old Republic of like these are yeah. where the schools are. This is where you get to learn how lightsabers are made. Um, this is where like Sith and Jedi are actually a really big part of every. These are like religions. These are ways of life. It's, there's no t- and also you can put this in a bottle where it's like it doesn't really matter. It doesn't directly affect the prequel movies. It doesn't. Or I mean the the main trilogy and yeah. whatever happens after. It's more of uh, an explanation of like maybe later we can come back and tell like a pre-story of like how you got Vader. I don't really give a shit about that. Like I want to. Okay. I don't really need to see how that movie goes into New Hope because we New Hope through six is they're fine. Like they yeah. they work on their own. You don't need to know how we got here. I think it'd be interesting to see it. Uh, I wanted to see more than anything the height of the power of what Jedi's would look like and what Sith would look like. Yeah, I and still what, want with some of these Star Wars stories movies. Right. I'm like go a thousand years in the past or a thousand years in the future. Like fuck all this. Skywalker noise like let's yeah, just go let's exactly. just go way back yeah and maybe you get one Sky- you get like an ancestral Skywalker and to make it as uh, in like uh, middle of the road as possible they're like one of the first great Jedi and that, yeah. there, that way it's like oh, maybe that's a hint that Vader will be born at some point but maybe Luke too and it's like whatever yeah. it doesn't matter but I would rather have like a really cool Hogwarts-esque type place where they can go and learn to be Jedi like yeah. when, and like you get um you get like a rebellion type story from within there and like that kind of creates like different sections of like maybe it's the birth of the Sith like that there yeah. should be we can get tell a story about how they're what about Jedis that want to live a life like they want to have something else yeah. uh, and because of how jaded they became trying to change a broken system of what the Jedi were you can have this all that boring fucking conversations they had in Phantom Menace when they're sitting in a courtroom no so we're supposed to make this better I know but like uh, but I mean if you had that yeah. it would make sense why Sith would exist but also it shows what the Sith are willing to do and you see in it this series would be a really cool ex- uh, exploration of why I like Luke's point in Last Jedi that they're both not great like yeah. they're both not like the Jedi are good guys because they try to protect life but like who gave them the right to do that like why yeah. why should they that's pompous and I would like an exploration of that and that in turn is the birth of the Sith uh, and by the end of the movie who's born Jar Jar bingo it's all go. built into that and that's what he it's is. all built into that or he's the one who's like Misa no love the Jedi anymore <laughs> I make Sith whatever the fuck however he talks stupid thing aside I think that would make viewers far more excited yeah. than watching another story about the Luke. I don't, like. I know Luke the is Luke. fun. Yeah. The Luke. Like also, just like we brought this up earlier, internationally, Last Jedi is not doing great, but they also made like a billion dollars already, so they can fuck off. But yeah. um, they, I think it would make everyone who doesn't even know anything about Star Wars far more interested. Also, it would be an opportunity to go to new worlds. Like you get to like, I want to go to like the jungle world. I feel like we've been to a jungle world before. I can't really. We touched on a little bit in. Uh in I think Revenge of the Sith like when they're going bouncing around planets seeing how the Jedi are dying yeah I think one of them's like well one of them's like a crazy alien fungus place yeah I, I, I'd like oh, something Kashyyyk. like oh huh? where the where the Wookiees are it's I, like a jungle world it's kind of like a jungle world it also felt like woods it like felt like a forest yeah. I, like, I want like tropical I want like because like I like the beach aesthetic of Rogue One that I thought that was really yeah. cool but it just I got bored after a while because that fight scene went on for so long yeah, but it's like or maybe I'm never happy but um <laughs> I think it'd be really interesting that, like, when you, like, uh, or you get, like, parents that find out that their kid's a Jedi, so they want to take them to an academy to, like, learn what to do with this. Yeah. Again, classic X-Men, Hogwarts, mm-hmm. everything like that. But in this, it's, like, it's fucking lightsabers, man. How cool is that? Yeah. So they go on a trek across planets. Like, they're, they're like, um, becoming stowaways on ships so that they can get from planet to planet. Or maybe it's, it, like, the, like, 
beginnings of like an empire type thing or whatever. Yeah. What was the original term for it that was good? Like not the empire, but the uh, the republic. The, the republic. Yeah. So yeah. you're um these are like the first kind of like connections to different planets and like so they are searching planet to planet like where these Jedi are and that could be the first movie. Second movie is like you're getting the school. Like this yeah. is when you get to learn about it. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh wait, well, what if Jedi suck? <laughs> like what yeah. if they? Like what if they? I mean, they're really cool, but like when you get to like play with the fun powers like electricity or yeah, those Sith get all the cool shit. Yeah. If I'm being honest, they've got the cool their lightsabers are red. They get always always get the cool lightsabers, mm-hmm. the double bladed or the crossblade like they get lightning they get all the cool fucking powers it's yeah like, oh, God, fuck the jedi i will say also if- they should fly why don't jedi fly everything they do sh- suggests that they should fly let them let the old ones fly let like them the really it would have been cool if like luke when he was going h ape shit powerful then the last jedi flew yeah he's also a picture so yeah. he could have flown, he flown. Yeah. i i will say and this will never happen but if if lucasfilm was ever like dj You've made one or two movies that people like. What 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 would you do with a Star Wars movie? My pitch would would be, I want to do a movie focused on a Sith character, where the Jedi like set it a hundred to a thousand years in the past, and have the Jedi be like the oppressive. Like they're good, but they're using it to be oppressive. Yeah, and so the Sith is actually the good guy. It's like like puritanical, where it's like this is technically it's good, good, but, it's, but like, it's like whoa, cool it. Yeah, and so the Sith is this the Sith character is actually actually the protagonist. That would be my thing. And Sith, and, and I I always would have saw I would I always would have said they would be like no way we wouldn't let that pitch happen. And then I saw Last Jedi, it's like maybe maybe, <laughs> but like yeah, the Sith could be like the anarchists, like yeah, that's like that it would attract like a for, more youth. V for Vendetta type situation. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a lot more fun. Uh, we also have Danny Boy in the comments saying, I wish they'd make a movie about Darth Reven or Revan. Uh, he yeah, was he both was from, a Sith and a Jedi, which was that's that, pretty I cool. I think that was the main... You run the same issue with that as you do most choose-your-own-adventure games. Uh-huh. It's like it's never going to be as cool... Like that in, in Knights of the Old Republic, you got to tell your story. Mm-hmm. So whatever movie of that is, it's not going to be the story you made in that game. Mm-hmm. Like it's whenever they're like, we want to make a Mass Effect movie. It's like, why? Yeah. I made that movie with that game. I'm not going to like your movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Because you could also get some comic relief from this is when you show the kids like or kids or Jedi like in training, like making their own lightsabers. I d- don't tear me apart for not knowing the order of what a Jedi does when they do this kind of stuff. Because I don't know. It's all made up. It is. It's all so chill. Uh, so, but I would like you can get some comedic like uh, comic relief with like them making their own lightsabers and like you see the different colors and everything like yeah. that. Um, and like there's that one kid who's like, I don't know what to do. Oh no, I actually cut off my leg or something. And they're like, don't worry, magic force shit. So leg grows back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you get stupid shit like that, like Harry Potter esque like yeah. humor to it. I think you would have fun with that. Kids would you like just it. Want Harry Potter yeah i really don't understand why we wouldn't but like for real like no, but for it's re- a good it's a good model no no and also uh uh growing up the the i i was I, I enjoyed the star wars movies but i was much more fascinated about the extended universe books specifically one that was about luke skywalker's jedi academy and all those characters Cause that's the that's the magical thing like learning to be a jedi and then you saw phantom menace and it's like or or attack the clones and you're like oh it kind of fucking sucks like it's not it's not anywhere near as fun or exciting as you thought it should be, you know what yeah. I mean? But if you found a way to bring that back, if you found a way to bring back kind of like that fun, exciting adventure swashbuckling aspect to it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Make Jedi like an underground thing that you have to find. I mean, I, I like the idea of them having to find the Jedi. Like, yeah. really have to look. Not Ray found a little puzzle piece and R2-D2 turned on and they yeah. flew to this island where he was sucking on a titty of a <laughs> seal. A giant seal. Now, Sam... That's what I'd want. I, I know you guys like this, the Darth Vader. You want to know where Darth Vader came from and blah, blah, blah. Well, your trilogy is before my trilogy. Yeah. So they both they exist. Could, they could both work. Yeah. But I, if we were, if like Lucas were to go back, I'd be like, come on, man. Have some, like, go crazy. Not with trade, not with whatever government class you just like yeah. sat in on. Like, do, <laughs> like, do something fun, crazy. <laughs> now, Sam, uh-huh. we are already basically in an hour. Shit. So, but we were kind of wondering how we should handle a bonus episode uh-huh. so is do you possibly want to split this in in half and we'll figure it we'll figure it out later i think we should do that so guys we're coming to an end yeah these are our pitches for prequels are we uh, uh 
big blockbuster filmmakers who know the stresses of that. No, 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 no. We're, we're just two fanboys. And also, do we know every aspect of uh, the legends and the extended <laughs> no. animated uh, comic uh, porn house? No, we don't. We don't know how they they roll out. But you guys, just a you. Uh, if you if you enjoyed this, let us know uh, by you can go hit up iTunes, write a five star review, write write your thoughts on this episode, or hit us up on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. But also our personal accounts at DJ Talks Trash for me and at Sam Basher for, for me. Yep. We got a really good rhythm there, by the way. Not to, we, I mean, hey, we kind of nailed. If it. you want to mention that in your five star review. We did a good job, uh, but no, we will. Uh, we're gonna record like a little bonus episode, yes. and we're gonna we're gonna can it for later, yep. and it'll be our uh, our what ifs for a new trilogy following the like the perfect the pearl right in there in the middle the yep. four five six. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Check out our Patreon dot com slash only stupid answers. Follow us on all the social medias. That's Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook. You can find all of the fun info there. Uh, downloading the Patreon app too, by the way, helps yeah. you out a lot with the bonus episodes because you can download them straight to the app we have there's like a snapchat type function where we post stuff there yeah. and it's like a, it's behind the scenes uh like looks at what we get to do and like some of the new projects we're working on which yeah, is very fun got some exciting stuff coming and i think that's um it unless you want to plug anything else DJ. oh i'll go to chaos theory there you go um so you can sign up for the newsletter for uh my upcoming comic in 2018 uh it's a sequel to chaos theory it's bigger it's bolder it's crazier um i've already revealed some character concept art uh, hey. the first page from the new comic um so so there's cool stuff to check out uh sign up for that newsletter and you can be the first to know when the kickstarter is launching and what parks there will be don't miss out guys thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time mm-hmm. oh say can you see that's wait what is that Oh come, oh, come on, all ye, all ye yeah, That's yeah. what it is. You're welcome. I don't know if they heard that first part. <laughs>